I want to be all in or like all out. Like I don't want to be half and half out. And I was like, if I'm going to commit to this and stay, I want to be all in. I want to give it my all. I want to be in the right headspace and the right mindset. And so I had to decide, can, can I go all in? And ultimately the answer was no, I don't think I can. Welcome to Design Life, a podcast about design and side projects for motivated creators. I'm Femke. And I'm Charlie. And this is an exciting episode because we're basically going to talk about what Fem has been up to, which is leaving her job. It's true. Very exciting news. You're currently like fun employed for the next little while. I am. um, Before moving on to a next opportunity. And I have a lot of questions about how you came to the decision of like it being time to leave, um, leave Wealth Simple and move on to something else. So basically that's what we're going to talk about today. I'm just going to grill Femme and um, (laughs) I'm sure these are all questions that our listeners um, would like answers to as well. Yes, yes. For those of you who haven't heard, I did decide to leave my job at Wealth Simple. I was there in total for... A year and two months, I think, so a little bit over a year. The whole time I was there, I was a senior product designer working remotely. And uh, yeah, I made the decision about a month ago now to to resign. And so I'm currently on a bit of a break before my next my next gig. So yeah, looking forward to your, your questions, Charlie. And it's funny because we did an episode about my sabbatical a couple of episodes ago. We, we did. We were talking about how... <laughs> The only time that normally you can get like a good chunk of time off is in between jobs. And so here you are. Here I am. Living it. Time in between jobs. Yep. Yeah. Living it. Living it. Yeah. I have six weeks off before before my next gig. I guess it's the first thing I'll share, which is that I do have another job lined up. A lot mm-hmm. of people were asking me if I was going freelance. Am I going full time like creator? Yeah. Uh, the answer is no, at least not yet in my career. I, I still you know, had some had some things I wanted to do before I sort of fully sign off uh, from being like a full time designer. So, yeah, I've got a six week break and I start my new gig at the end of October. Exciting. OK, well, first question then. This decision to leave your job, was it more of a push or a pull? So was it like there's a new opportunity, like something else that you yeah. were excited about? Or was it more like there's something missing in my current space and I need to go find it. Yeah, it was definitely the latter. So more of a push. Uh, It wasn't like I had dream job offer reach out to me and couldn't say no. I realized it was time for me to move on and I was actively interviewing and applying at a few different companies. So the motivation definitely came from me realizing that the goals that I had for my career just didn't line up with with the role that I had in the environment mm-hmm. that that was existing at Wellsimple and so I realized it wasn't really a place that aligned with with what I wanted to do anymore. Yeah, and I'm sure that I know that there was a you know a lot of shakeups happening in the tech industry as a whole at the moment. Um what was it like to be job hunting during this time? And I know we'll talk about the interviewing process and things in future, but yeah. did that impact your decision at all or like slow it down the fact that there's companies doing a bunch of layoffs I think Wealth Simple right even did a round we of layoffs did. we did um, during this time yeah I mean definitely it was challenging in that a lot of companies weren't hiring or like you know they mm. have hiring freezes uh, and so there were some companies on my list that I wanted to apply at that you know there simply was no open roles and so it kind of meant the pool of companies that I was 
you know, interested in and choosing between was smaller than maybe I would have liked in a normal, normal kind of environment or normal time. Uh, so yeah, that was a little bit challenging in that I didn't, I didn't feel like I had as much choice as I maybe would have liked. Um, mm-hmm. but there were still a few really good companies that were hiring. And so, uh, you know, ended up landing somewhere that I am really excited about and was kind of top of my list, but yeah, definitely was a more challenging time than I've experienced previously. Yeah. Let's talk about, well, in as much detail as you want to, what was missing in your role at Wealthsimple that you were then going out and looking for at other companies? <sighs> yeah, big question. What was missing? Well, you kind of touched on one of the things already, which is that Wealthsimple did experience layoffs. Uh, this happened in June and we lost basically half of the design team. We lost all of our researchers, all of our content designers mm-hmm. were either laid off or left. And so, you know, we feel like we felt like we'd lost two of the disciplines that really made up design. All that was left was the like designers. Uh, and this was, this sucked really. This was really, really hard. It was a big loss for the team and we really struggled to move forward. Morale was super, super low. People had a lot of questions. Hiring was, was frozen. Uh, and so that was really, really hard. And I think to also accept that like the company didn't want to reinvest in those resources or those disciplines was also really challenging. So suddenly designers had to do like three roles, <laughs> uh, like be the researcher, the content designer and the designer, um, which just isn't what I signed up for. Right. It's, it's not, yeah. it's not a role that I necessarily wanted to do. Um, and I think that kind of then also led to perhaps the discipline of design not being as valued in the company as I had hoped it would be. Um, I kind of felt like there wasn't a strong understanding of the role that design can play in the product development process. Uh, Design was sort of there to just execute on like solution oriented briefs that would be written by a PM. And I really wanted to have more influence from like you know, the strategic side from the beginning of a project, like help, you know, come up with ideas, what we could work on, what is the problem we want to solve. And so I kind of just felt like I was in this role where I was just like, you know, executing on, on briefs. And I didn't really have the strategic influence that I wanted to have at my level. I felt like I had more strategic influence at Uber, uh, which was also like a lower level. So I kind of felt like Mm. I was, I wasn't doing what I expected a senior designer to be doing. And I felt like I was kind of picking up bad habits and like moving a little bit backwards in my career. Hmm. That's really interesting and like great that you noticed that though, you know, because I could imagine um, a different, perhaps a less motivated designer. So clearly <laughs> none of our listeners, because like we say, this is a show yes. for motivated creators. Exactly. <laughs> but if you're like getting paid as a senior designer and you have that title, but you're not being expected to like do the work, some people could be like, great, let yeah. me just coast. Yes. Um, let me just do that then. But clearly that was not what you wanted to do. Yes, I didn't want to coast. And I think also having the experience of seeing how it how it is done differently at a different company, like I couldn't, I couldn't just let that go. I couldn't just like forget that. Uh, so that was really frustrating too, to be in an environment where like you've seen the potential, like, you know what it could be and how much better things could be. And like, just not being able to like bring that to the, to that team. Uh, that was really frustrating for me where like, 
I would have ideas like, hey, why don't we try it this way? Like I've done it like this in the past or like, can we give this a go? And it kind of just like falling on deaf ears uh, is, is a really frustrating place to be in. I wonder how much of this is, because we've talked before about small company versus big company where, you know, Uber is obviously much larger, had many yeah. more established processes and things like that compared to Wellsimple. Um, is the, like, did you want to move back to a bigger company again? Yeah. Um, was that part of the problem? Yeah, I think the way I see this is like, you're right. I was at a really big company like Uber and I wanted to try the the smaller sized company, right? And like bring the things I'd learned at Uber and like have more influence and impact on a smaller company and, and bring some of that, that knowledge that I had learned into that, that earlier stage environment. And I think my learning out of all of this is that I maybe swung the pendulum too far. Went too small. <laughs> yeah, landed at a company like that I thought was at a bigger stage of growth than maybe what it actually was at. And so now, like with my next gig, I was looking for somewhere in the middle of those two. So like yeah, a little yeah. bit further along in growth, a bit more mid-sized, like a larger design team, a, a established design practice. Like, you know, they've got not just researchers, but they've got like a director of research. Uh, things like that is what I was looking for and being really picky about like how, like what the influence is, like how design the design team has influence on the rest of the company and especially the product org. Oh, you know what's interesting too, and like I said, we'll do a separate in, in, uh, episode about the interview process, but that must have been something that you could specifically ask about, right? And you oh, knew yeah. that was important to you yeah. in finding your next role is learning from what's not working for me here. Right? Definitely. Yeah, yeah. I've had a lot of people ask me if I have regrets about like joining Well Simple, and like my answer is no, because if anything, I feel like I've I've learned what I what I don't want or like learned what doesn't mm. work for me. And I feel really mm -hmm. enriched that I've been able to experience that. And it's helped me in this next opportunity find somewhere that I know is the right environment for me. Cause I've tried, I've tried the big company. I've now tried the small company. And now I feel like I, I have more experience and knowledge to be able to better find a fit that's going to work better for what I'm looking for. Uh, so no regrets. Like I definitely learned a lot and it was so eye opening to see a company operating in the way that they did and at this stage of growth that they were at and so definitely a lot of a lot of learnings that I'm really grateful for don't answer this if you don't want to <laughs> but I'm curious to know how long your job hunt was like from the moment you decided okay I think I'm interested in going somewhere else until actually resigning what period are we talking about? yeah 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 I think it was about maybe six weeks companies are slow okay. when interviewing uh is is what i've learned i think that seems pretty fast honestly six weeks to like from having that spark of an idea maybe it's time to leave to to actually handing in the letter yeah i mean i should clarify that i was thinking of leaving for a while before that like for me okay. it, it but this is when you took action and once i took thinking. action once i took yeah, action yeah. probably about like four to six weeks i would say mm -hmm. uh mm -hmm. some companies are so slow like one of the companies i was interviewing at like i would have the interview not hear anything for a week then ask to be scheduled for the next round and that would take another week so it was like two weeks between each conversation and that just, that drags on very, very quickly. Uh, but other companies were relatively fast. But I'd kind of started thinking it was like, maybe not for me, probably somewhere around like just before the layoffs actually. And then when the layoffs mm -hmm. happened, it was kind of validation that like, 
okay, yeah, maybe this isn't the right place for me. And basically what happened from June until September is a lot of my friends started leaving. So we had... That just like, again, cements it for you, Yeah, you know. Once you start seeing your friends leaving, like my team went from four of us down to just me. I was the last one standing on my team. (laughs) So (laughs) yeah, like a lot of people started leaving. And really once you see your friends leaving, like the smartest people in the room leave, I had to question myself why am I here? Right? Like what, what am I doing Mm. here? What am I getting out of here? And you and I actually had a conversation around this time, Charlie. And I remember you saying to me, like, fam, you don't have to be there. Like it's a, it's a choice that we, that we get to make, right? Like we, we take these jobs and we choose to show up every day. Um, and not like that really got me thinking about like, is this, is this the choice I want to make? And does my motivations, that I had a year ago when I started, like still align with with the reality mm. of this job today. Uh, and so, you know, I think I acknowledge I'm in a privileged position where I get to have that choice of, is this where I wanna be? I can go somewhere else if I want to. And so that just really got me thinking like, why am I here? You know, all my friends have gone, like, am I still getting out of this what I want? Uh, and that really cemented it for me. So. Uh, It was about, that took me about two months though, to go through that thought process. I'm also someone that's like, I want to be all in or like all out. Like I don't want to be half in, half Mm. out. And I was like, if I'm going to commit to this and stay, I want to be all in. I want to give it my all. I want to be in the right headspace, in the right mindset, in the right zone, really, really giving it a go. Uh, I don't want to show up and be like bitter every day, you know? And so I had to decide, can, can I go all in? And ultimately the answer was no, I don't think I can. That's a, a like a, a phrase we use at ConvertKit sometimes. If you're like not sold on a strategy or like a decision that's happening is like, okay, disagree and commit. Mm. You can be like, I disagree with the way we're doing things, but I am all in to yeah, help execute Exactly. Yeah. Um, and so I like couldn't. for you, it was like, yeah. yeah, you couldn't disagree with the letting go of the important disciplines and commit to moving forward without that. And so no. it was the right choice for you. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. I, I don't know how to ask this without sounding accusatory. <laughs> I'll just <laughs> sure. say it. Why did you wait until you had another offer to leave? Yeah. I'm curious about this because, um, like you said, a lot of people have asked you, are you going all in on content creation? Are you going all in on freelancing? You had that as an option, I right? did. I did. But you chose to take the more traditional route of making sure you had another offer lined up before you left I one. did. Tell me more about your thought process behind that. And, like, honestly, less judgment than is coming across right now because <laughs> I would have done the same thing in your, in your shoes. <laughs> I was very, very close to it. There was one day where things were so bad, I I, I literally thought, I think I'm going to quit today. Like, I'm just going to cold <laughs> quit. Um, some of my colleagues had actually done that. They had cold quit. Uh, and uh, I was getting very close to it. And, again very privileged to be in to be able to fall back on things like side projects, right? Like we've talked mm-hmm, on the show mm-hmm. about how we make a side income from those things. And so in the back of my mind, I was like, if it is that bad, I can like, I, I could do that for a little while. Right. Um, obviously a lot of conversations with my partner, Owen were happening about this as well. And we kind of agreed, like, if it's so bad to the point that like, it's affecting my mental health, then I should just leave. Cause that is not worth it. Cause that's more important. And so I was, I was getting very close to that. And 
what ended up happening was Wealth Simple threw in a nice pay rise for me, I believe, as a retention ah. play. Uh, and so they threw in a nice pay rise. We also started having conversations about me potentially moving into management at Wealth Simple, mm. which is something I think I've shared on this show before. I am interested in going on that path. So it was it was good timing on their part because I was very, very close to walking out when they threw in these things. I got the pay rise and then we started talking about, hey, we think there's an opportunity for you here in management. Let's talk about it. And so I was like, okay, I'll, I'll hear you out, right? I'm still here. Let, let's yeah, hear yeah, what yeah. the deal Why is not? on the table. Um, so that was going on. And at the same time, what also was going on was, you know, the more and more companies are having layoffs, more and more companies are having hiring freezes. So I was also in the back of my mind a little bit nervous about going cold turkey quitting and mm. maybe the side project's not working out and then being in like the worst case scenario where I couldn't get a new job. Uh, and so yeah. I thought, okay, let's first try if I can, you know, bridge over to a new job. And if that really isn't working and I'm really not enjoying it here anymore, then I'll fall back on the side projects. Um, so it was definitely part of the equation was definitely something that I was considering, but all these factors, yeah, kind of influenced my decision to, to stay and write it out a bit longer while interviewing. I really love that you sh love you sharing that the like practicality of it. Cause I think we often hear stories of like people leaving the job and like, yeah. you know, just trust, like have faith, you'll find the right yeah, opportunity yeah, yeah. for you. <laughs> And that's not always realistic advice, you know, especially no. in this climate, like you said, um, that even someone like you who, you know, if you had left your job and put out a tweet that you were available, I know you would have had like tons of companies in your DMs being like, hey, let's talk. Um, but you didn't want to risk that yeah. because it is a risk. It's a risk. There, so. Yeah. And I thought about that. I thought too, look, if I just quit, then I could at least tweet about how I'm like looking for work mm. and like who knows what opportunities that could bring up. Uh, so definitely all went into my decision making, but I've got a mortgage to pay. You know, I like <laughs> it's it's it sounds I think we glorify just like cold turkey quitting and like working on your own thing. And I have friends who have done that and it didn't work out. And like months later, they mm. they had to look for a job. Uh, and so I guess I, I was trying to be as responsible as possible and not let my emotions and feelings get too ahead of me and make all the decisions. I wanted to make sure that my decision was rational as well. Yeah. Tell me more about, because you said this at the start, that you, there's more you want to do in your design career, like yeah. working at a company as a designer before you think about going full time, like by choice. We talked already mm -hmm, about mm -hmm. how you could have done that as like a stopgap for now. Um, what are some of the things that you want to be getting out of your career um, or that you might be getting in this next role, however much you want to share? Yeah, yeah. So I, I did mention already a little bit that management has been a track that I've been wanting to move into. And so that is something that I you know really want to try and learn what it's like to be in that kind of role before maybe you know leaving the industry or doing my own thing, whatever is kind of next. Um, and yeah, I mean, I, I'm... I, I can share here on the show that my next role is in management. So I am going to be joining a company Ooh. as a design manager. So I'm very excited about that. And like also using this time off to like study and read a lot of books about management. But uh, yeah, I'm, I'm excited to learn in that role uh, and, and try new things and be challenged in that kind of environment or that kind of setting. Uh, and so those are some of the things that I want to do before I, I fully move on. I'm so excited for you that a the like 
I don't know, the reputation and the skills you've built up has allowed you to step into a, a design manager role without previous manager experience. Oh, yeah. Usually people have to do what I did and, you know, be promoted within a company first yep. before you could even think about getting a job elsewhere. So seriously, huge congrats to you, Fem, for that because that is like, yeah, a testament to your skills um, that you've been able to do this. Thank and you. I'm excited for us to be able to make episodes in the future about like being new to management and talking about our early days. It's going to be so fun, um, you know, to continue documenting our careers in this way. Totally. Totally. Yes. I'm also very excited. And, and maybe when we do the episode on like the interview process and things I can share about how I, you know, tried to position myself as someone ready for management and like tried to pull on past experience that shows that I, you know, can demonstrate management skills and thinking, even though I'm an IC, um, I did end up interviewing for both manager roles and senior IC because I didn't have the faith that I would get a manager role with no experience. Uh, so yeah, we can talk all about that in a future episode. But uh, yeah, there was a there was a lot of work that I put into that. Yeah. Well, okay. Question on that: Do you think if you hadn't been offered a design manager role, you would have left? Like, would you have left and gone to be a senior IC somewhere else? Or would you have taken the management role internally? Charlie, you're asking the great questions. This was also one of my existential questions, right? Because I knew that that was the next step I wanted to take. And you already mentioned it's easier to level up into that role at, Mm -hmm. at an existing company. And so I feel like I had the odds stacked against me. I was like, okay, well, I don't have any manager experience. So like applying cold turkey for a manager role is going to be hard, but I'm going to try. So then my other option is to apply for a senior IC and hopefully grow into a manager role. And the latter was obviously not my preference because I was like, I'm going to have to prove myself again for another year at the company, like keep being a senior IC for another year. And on top of this, as I mentioned, Wealthsimple was starting to talk to me about talk to me about a manager role at Wealthsimple. So I was like, okay, it feels like the manager opportunity is like on the horizon. So, you know, if it came to the decision of stay at Wealthsimple, take the manager role, or leave and be a senior IC elsewhere, that was going to be a really hard decision that I would have to make. Mm-hmm. Uh, thankfully, I didn't end up having to make that decision because yeah. the <laughs> the opportunity I got was for a design manager. But I think if I had to have made that decision, I probably would have stayed at Wealthsimple because I didn't want to spend another year. Just to get that year. manager title on your, yep. on your CV, right? To get the yep. manager title, to get a little bit of experience. Who knows how long I would have stayed. Maybe it would have gotten better and I would have really enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, worst case, it wouldn't go well. But then at least if I applied elsewhere for my next role, I'd have some manager experience on the resume. So that was kind of the thinking that I had at the time, but luckily it, it worked out. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Is there anything else that you're like, that you found in this job that you didn't have or like is the thing that you want to, to be doing next in your career? Um, yeah, that's an interesting question. I think what has been cool about my time at Simple is I've been working on platform kind of work yeah and this new company I'm going to I'm going to be on the platform team so I'm kind of going to continue doing similar kind of work uh obviously for a different company different industry different context uh but that is kind of exciting to me that I get to continue building upon the skills and the space that I've been working on in the last year like it's not completely going to waste um one of the things I was really looking for was like 
strong design leadership. Like I wanted design mm. representation as at the top as possible. Uh, yep. And so that was really important to me and something I'd learned was important to me based on my time at Well Simple because we didn't have that kind of top level um, representation, I suppose, of design. And so, yeah, I'm excited to have that. Uh, really, really looking forward to the strong design leadership at the company I'm going to, which I will share eventually, just not yet in this episode. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we understand. But uh, yeah, those are some of the things that, uh, that were important to me, I guess. Okay, and then one last question I have for you is about your break. <laughs> like, how did you decide to, to say what your start date was? And did the company try and ask you to like start earlier? Because I've always had it that companies like, can you start tomorrow, basically? You know, like, we'll take you as soon as possible. <laughs> yep, yep. So I basically said I'd love to start after Thanksgiving. Now, for context, mm -hmm. in Canada, we celebrate Thanksgiving at the beginning of October. So it's different from the oh, US. Oh, not the end of November. Not okay. the end of November. It's the beginning of October. And, you know, this was like early September or something. And I was like, well, like you know, by the time I sign, it's probably another couple of weeks and I have to give a couple of weeks notice. And like by all of that time, like probably just after Thanksgiving is good. Right. Uh, and so that's what I had proposed. And then uh, they came back saying that because they do onboarding every two weeks, that time after Thanksgiving wasn't like an onboarding time. So they had to push it out by an extra two weeks. And I was and like, you're like, great, fine. <laughs> <laughs> Give me the extra time. Yeah, yeah, no problem. Fine with me. So yeah, it ended up being like a longer break than I was even planning for. But um, yeah, I, I welcomed the break and they, they didn't seem to push me on starting earlier or anything like that. So uh, I'm, I'm taking the break and I'm really enjoying it. <laughs> And honestly, the fact that they didn't push you on starting earlier is like, well, this is a positive sign for starting at this company, isn't it? <laughs> yes, yes. All, all good signs so far and very, very excited. Cool. So we're going to have episodes coming up about the interview process where we talk about how you like, well, how you went through the interviews, how you positioned yourself, like you said, how you made the decision. Um, I'm excited that we also get to do like a first week at a new job episode Yay. again, that we get to hear about how that goes. And obviously you'll eventually share where you're going. But yeah, this is um, exciting. I'm excited for you. And there's lots of cool, exciting stuff coming up that we can share with our listeners as well as we continue to document our careers. Yes. Very, very excited. Uh, thanks. Thanks for all the, the challenging, but very thoughtful questions. Uh, I also yeah. have a video coming out. I don't think it's out yet as of this recording, but I will have a video coming out on my channel that dives into a little bit more depth as to like why I'm leaving and some of the things that contributed to my decision. I also shared the end of that video where I'm going. So that will be like the big reveal. <laughs> <There we> <laughs> uh, but yes, uh, look out for that video should be coming out. Mm soon-ish from when this episode goes up yeah we'll try and remember to link it in the show notes when it is live so if you're listening to this late but you know go to fem's youtube channel <laughs> and, and you'll find it there yeah thanks for answering all the tough questions fem uh, i was just thinking about how boring i am having stayed at the same company for nearly six years oh that, we that don't is get to not do boring fun new job <laughs> content stuff with me so yeah one thanks day. for indulging one day <laughs> Cool, cool. Uh, All right. Where can people go to listen to more episodes of the show? Yeah, I forgot about this part. I was just going to be like, bye. And end it. Um, <laughs> people can go to designlife.fm and find all of the episodes that, like I said, have been documenting our careers for many, many years. There's a huge backlog there. Sometimes we're talking about our careers. Sometimes we're talking about your careers, answering yeah. listener questions. Um, but we love it. And if you want to write in and 
share a current career struggle you're going with, maybe a choice you're trying to make about whether to stay or go at your job, uh, email us hello at designlife.fm. We'd love to answer your question anonymously if you want on, on the show. Totally. And if you enjoy the show, let us know. We're on Twitter as well, Instagram. We love hearing when you're enjoying the show. Let us know what your favorite episode is. And yeah, we'd love to see it. Yeah. All right, fam. See you next week. Bye. Bye.